Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you because your word is always anointed. Your word is blessed and our lives will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. amen. We started a series on key to a lasting marriage. And in this service, we are considering dealing with contempt in marriage. So by way of recap, we said that in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Please take your seat. So we learned that in marriage, the Lord expects that we will submit ourselves one to another. So submission is not the sole duty of the woman. That the man is also supposed to submit unto the woman. And that means that God does not expect any partner to have an undue advantage in a marital relationship. So in Esther chapter 1, verse 18, we also learned that Queen Vasti was invited by the husband and she decided not to obey the husband, not to honor the husband, not to show up. So the Bible says, likewise shall the ladies of Persia and Media say this day unto all the king's princes, which have heard of the deed of the queen. Thus shall there arise, what, too much contempt and wrath. So Queen Vashti was invited by the king to come and dance for the pleasure of the king. And she said, she's not coming. And that was dishonor to the king. In marriage, we have stated that love is just the foundation of a godly relationship. But one of the keys that sustains a relationship, a marriage, gives it longevity, is called honor. So when a partner continually dishonors the other partner, you are showing it, ent- it enters into contempt. It enters into what? Contempt. Into contempt. So it becomes contemptuous, and we are going to be learning about that. Now, the reason why we should be talking about this is that dishonor is pervasive and is very infectious, and if you like, it's contagious. Like Memukan is saying right there, if we don't stop this and punish this and curb it, the women in the kingdom, when they hear this, they are going to dishonor their husbands who are princes. That tells you that this honor is contagious. It opens the door for others to inflict the same thing on the one who is being victimized. Are you here at all? For instance, if a wife or a husband 
insult a wife publicly or before people or disrespect the wife before people is opening a door for people who hitherto or otherwise wouldn't have the boldness to do so to also do same. Are you here? So it opens the door. So it is difficult to hold the center when a relationship is full of contempt. So this Anna makes people, we said it makes people more reactional than what? Rational. So it's always making people to sit at the tipping end. So in a marriage, we want cool heads. We want maturity. In a relationship, you look for maturity. You look for cool heads. There are people who are always looking for sensationalism. You are looking for a tickling effect, a tingling effect, some kind of something, you know, that we cannot describe with words. That's all you are looking for because um, that's your definition of love. But love is way, way beyond that. Praise the Lord. Are you here at all? You will find out that after two months of marriage, some things are not the same. Some things you define love will not be the same. That feeling will not be there. Are you here? So you should be looking for durable factors, durable element in a relationship than just the feel. The feeling is good. You know, when Adam saw Eve, he said, wow. So the wow effect is nice. But like <laughs> like a sparkling wine, once you open it and the zest comes out, it, the rest is managed through the consumption period of that wine. So it doesn't spark wildly like the initial one. It, it settles down. Are you here at all? So you have all the ingredients and the feeling right there, but the spark, the, the <laughs> supernormal spark will not be there. Yes, it's like economics. Yes, economics. It's like when the <laughs> factor to scale, the factor is is smaller than the scale or the space of operation. You see that you can have supernormal productivity supernormal profit but as we are putting the number of people in a small space you see that diminishing returns will set in and that's when we begin to see that Charlie the more the marriage goes the mile and children come in and job and 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 all of that you see that the most important things that are pillars those are the things that stand because you get to that point where if you are like, every time let's go out and sit and eat. When your husband becomes very busy, when your wife becomes very busy, all the tests are on her, which out in again. Hey. So if you are defining date at the gate as love, you will find out that it's not, it's not sustainable. Are you here at all? <laughs> yeah, so we have to understand that we need to show maturity in our relationships, especially when the relationship has entered into marriage. 
you really, really have to settle down. You have to what? Tell somebody, settle down. In Proverbs chapter 26 verse 1, we learned that, we learned that Anna is not fitting for a fool. He said, as a snow in summer, and as rain in harvest, so Anna is not seemingly for a fool. So when people give you Anna, and you are not giving them Anna back, they feel like you are fooling them. And when you continue to fool for a while, your partner does not want to continue to invest Anna into your life because when you invest Anna into the life of a fool, it gives you fully. So it splashes on your face like a spitting. And that's how all the Anna someone has in them, they will hold it back because when you input Anna into a foolish machine, it gives you gems. So it's not fitting for a fool. And we learned that, I'm just doing a recap. How many minutes? Ten minutes recap. We learned that one of the ways to see Anna in a relationship is Proverbs 20 verse 3. That tells us that one sign that you know that you honor someone you are in a relationship with is when you are able to hold back your strife. It says that it is an honor for a man to cease from strife. But every fool will be meddling. So fools don't understand that let me postpone my anger. And you find out that when you love someone, especially in the initial stages of love, you, you got it. You're able to defer. No problem, no problem. You know, you're able to defer a lot of things. But when you marry for a while, you see that you keep meddling. Some of the things that you are supposed to just wait for an appropriate time to address, you attack everything with anger because you have lost your honor for your partner. I'm preaching, but you feel like I'm not preaching, but I'm still preaching. He that has an ear, let him hear. So whether it's a man or a woman, you see that it's dangerous when they cannot hold back their fire. That's when they begin to throw words of insult, they cast aspersions and uh, insinuations in a very... So filthy speech is a sign that someone is developing dishonor in the heart for a partner. When they start, and that's when we're talking about contempt. Contempt is when you wash down. What is contempt? What's contempt in a relationship? It's a lifestyle of consistently putting a partner or a spouse down. So when you dishonor someone for a while, you begin to show the person contempt. And that's a culture of consistently putting a partner down, a spouse down. It is acting with a feeling of superiority towards a partner. I feel like I'm better than you. <laughs> it's expressing a tone of scorn. You know, speaking towards a partner with scorn. That's contempt. And it's a major issue. It's a major issue. When a partner talks from a condescending way to showcase authority 
It's like I'm better than you. I'm neater than you. I'm smarter than you. I'm more punctual than you. I'm cleaner than you. It's just showing you contempt. And there's a way that people show contempt in very, very shrewd ways. I don't know if I can go ahead. Hey. And the thing is that when someone, a partner, enters into a contemptuous behavior, there's a likelihood or a high risk of losing the relationship. When you begin to perpetrate contempt, like in law, when, when you start <laughs> perpetrating contempt, when the court holds you in contempt, you risk imprisonment. Are you here? Yeah. Relationship can break. It's a very high. Once contempt enters into a relationship, there's a high risk that something bad will happen. Are you here? So the high rate of divorce and all of that is just because someone decided to show the other party or both of them decided to show themselves contempt at different times in their relationship. And contempt mostly is born from a negative habit of finding faults or mistakes of your partner within a space. When you are in the space, instead of possibly focusing on the strength of your partner, you are always looking for their fault, you are looking for their mistake, you are looking for where their weaknesses are, and mostly you have a way of magnifying their weaknesses and dwindling or diminishing or starving their strength so that the conversation is mostly on the weaknesses or the negative or the ugly part of people than the beautiful part of, of the partner. Are you here? It looks like I'm preaching. Am I preaching? Because sometimes when I'm preaching, I don't know if I'm preaching. So it's a negative habit of finding it. And some people, when they are in a relationship with you, they will try to even find what is not there. And when they can't find anything, they will keep digging and 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 digging until they find nothing. Then they will define that nothing as something. It's like they must find something at all cost. Hey. Tell somebody, stop it. I can't hear you. Tell somebody, stop it. So how, how does it look like? How does contempt in relationship or marriage look like? It comes in a form of mockery. When a partner decides to mock the other. You know, there's a way that <laughs> you can even look at the body contours of a partner and start mocking. Hey. Just watching television with you. And he start making nice comment about the opposite body size of what he's seeing on the screen. To communicate indirectly. As for a woman, dear, we should see the Coca-Cola. 
You see the cocoa color bottle there. Something here, trim inside. And then, yeah, that's, it's not like, what? it's like a shapeless clay. No contours. He's saying something, <laughs> mocking. Sometimes he's smearing, smearing your, your partner. You know, one of the things that some say, there's a way people show you contempt by rolling their eyes. Eye rolling. Mercy Lord. <laughs> some people show contempt by using sarcasm, cynicism, name calling, and hostile humor. Yeah, you see, a partner will be making humor about you all the time, but it's in hostility. It's actually mocking you. And you are always at the mercy, at the brunt of another humor. One humor to another, to another, and it's not something that brings pleasure to you. It brings pain. And he knows that he can keep doing that. And he can keep bringing pain to you. And he's doing that consistently, deliberately to show you content. He wouldn't do it to other people. He always do it to you. Sarcasm. You just make sarcastic statements. Hey. Are you here at all? Yeah. Like I'm preaching hard and I'll say that, look, being a pastor's wife, you know, and I know I'm addressing my wife. But I will just wait and do it here. As if he's the preaching. But I'm saying something to her. Hey. Say God have mercy. So no matter the form contempt takes, contempt is, is poisonous. And it makes it difficult, it makes it difficult to solve issues when a partner senses disgust. In the eye or tone or the posture of the other. No matter the form it comes. It comes in different forms. But it is poisonous. It makes it very challenging to solve issues. When I know that you you disgust me. Are you here at all? Yeah. By the tone you give. By the the... The eye you give by the posture you give. I mean, contempt. One of the worst forms of contempt is that there are some ladies or there are some men. When you are talking to them, they are walking off. As you are talking, they are walking. It's like they don't have your time to, to listen to you. And some can chief also. Sale? It's like I'm bringing a message home gradually. Hey. Serious matter. It can happen to you in your office. It can, if a boss sleeps with a secretary, after a while, the way they address the man is different. When they see people, it's like children. When they see people, that's when they want to display. Do you have some in your house? You don't have some in your house? Oh, more, most children, when they see people, that's when they want to dis- display. Yeah, display. 
You give me biscuit, you are not giving me. Put themselves on the floor. As if they have never eaten in that house before. Uh, throw tantrums everywhere. Because they know you can't handle it. Hey. Show contempt. Husbands show it. Wives show it. Fiances show it. Fiance show. It's a serious matter. Hey. And it's poisonous. Once it enters, there's a high risk that we are going to lose the relationship. So, there are a few things. I mean, I've really not quoted scripture for this teaching, but I want us to get to that point where you, you know that because when someone finds or senses that you disgust them, you know, by the way you look at them, by the way you speak to them, your tone and your posture towards them, essentially, we are not able to solve problems. And so it leads to more conflict in the relationship. It leads to more conflict in the home, in the relationship. You, you have to be communicating to me. Why are you thinking too much? I'm the one preaching. But you are thinking too much. So there are dangers for showing contempt to a partner. There are dangers. When you disregard, disrespect, show contempt to a partner. You know, Job chapter 12 verse 21, danger number one. I mean, I've mentioned that conflict will continue to increase because we are unable to solve problems. But scripturally, danger number one, Job twelve twenty-one. He said what? He poured contempt upon princes. And weaken the strength of the mighty. So here the scripture is showing us that nobody is beyond contempt. Even princes can suffer contempt. Yeah. And that's why you see judges, when you show them contempt in the court, it, it, it is a major matter for them. Yeah. It's a major matter. When they call you into their chamber, you must answer. And you may see that a judge is so nice until someone shows contempt. Then he becomes so wet out. He wants to also show you power. Yeah, because when you are showing contempt to a court or a judge and all of that, it's like you are showing that you have some power. Be bigger. You know, you are showing superiority. Meanwhile, no, it, you are not so. <laughs> it is not so. You, you... You blow yourself bigger than you really are. Hey. You become like an inflated balloon. You talk big. You act big. And all of that. But it's just that you are showing contempt. That's why you see that you have become pompous in your home. They can't talk to you. But you go out there and talk to small boys and small girls. Yeah. And when you see someone talking about a case that a justice or a judge is handling, and they are showing their mind, I see if they are smarter, they are intelligent. Yeah, I see if they are better than the judge and all of that. You are not better. Yeah, they show superiority. They are outside there. They are giving an impression of themselves as being some people, but they are nothing. 
You see someone talking down on the wife, talking down on the husband, showing contempt. Yeah, even I'm the woman, but I'm the one who has been taking care of the house. So what? Don't we know your husband knows? Why are you saying it? Why are you saying it? And any small thing, then, you know, you know, you know, as if, as if your stress from work will reduce if you were not financially taking care of the house. I'm talking about the woman. You know, it's a traditional role that a man gives to a woman, takes care of the home. When a woman seems to be in a proper financial position and is taking care of the home, it can make the whole world know that the husband is foolish. The husband is useless. You know? And as if financially taking care of the home has added to your stress from work and all of that. But it is not so. (laughs) It is not so. He's just trying to show contempt. So you try to put more value on yourself than it is. Because the whole world must come and clap for you. And it's like you are doing it and you are not even being appreciated. It is true that some men don't appreciate. But (laughs) you too, sometimes you want too much appreciation. And too much appreciation will make you to misbehave. I don't know if I'm saying something or... So that Job is saying that anyone at all can, can be shown content. And the danger is that it weakens the strength of a mighty lover. Contempt will weaken the strength of a mighty lover. Look at what he said. He poured contempt upon princes. And as a result of that, the contempt weakened the strength of the mighty. Yeah. So a mighty husband, a mighty wife, a mighty man or woman, whom you show contempt, it will weaken them. Yeah. You see that? There is something that someone can say to you, a partner can say to you in front of people, or even between the two of you that, Charlie, Go weak you. Are you here at all? You know, it's one matter. I mean, if you go to where I was born, the coastal, and a husband and a wife, if you, if you hear them quarreling and showing contempt one to another, boy, you will run away. It, it, it go weak you. See that it has weakened. One time, there was one day, a man and a woman, fisherman, fisherman, fisherwoman, fisher folks married. They were quarreling. Quarreling. The quarrel was for. A long time, the man was on it. The man with volume. In the evening, 
when she says here, you hear in the next house. Just saying different things about the woman, the woman's sexual part, does that, that, you know, they can be very vulgar. Said, 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 the woman was quiet, 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 quiet. The man just said, said, now how? Oh, and then the thing entered the woman. So the woman now threw one bomb. <laughs> I say, "Wash it." Benin kakagari bedjungwane soye benina. So benina ekakagari bedjungwane. Untiasi amini mukanya meche asi achina. The man quiet. Major punchline. Yeah, <laughs> And it is packed. It is what? Just a unique aquahuma, unique chop money. They say, Yeah, found see up a kind of woo baby away to you, baby away. I'm even tolerating you. The, the quarrel died. Everywhere became quiet. Content. It's not good though. If you want your wife to be mighty, you can't show them contempt. You can't make them have a sense that you disgust them. You 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 don't see them. You know, contempt makes people feel like they are invisible. You disregard them, you disrespect them. It's like you are nobody. If you want your husband to function well. As a husband, you know, things can take value from people. Situations, conditions can take value away from people. When a woman is believing God for the fruit of the womb with her husband, sometimes the woman can bear the burden higher than the man. And if you are not, you have to be careful around that woman. When a man doesn't have a job, the man can bear more weight of the unemployment and the inability to provide for the home, even if the woman is providing and all of that, than the woman. You have to be careful. You have to be skillful. You have to be what? I'm preaching. I'm preaching here. You have to be... I'm, I mean, when I was preaching the part two, one woman was begging a lady who has not married there that, listen to this free counsel. Because... So listen very well. Don't miss it. She said she should have married 2025. But now she has three from a foolish man. So please listen to this. She didn't have the opportunity to hear this. So we are blessed to be hearing something like this. Praise the Lord. And it's not only in your marriage. Anywhere you have relationships. Make sure that. Obiambu and Mutia.
you understand? It's very important because it will weaken you. If you are the boss, it will weaken you. You see that? It has weakened you. So one girl will do one kind. I mean, you are trying to talk to all your employees or subordinates to behave in a particular way. Like, and you really want to really get the thing going like this. But because you have entered one corner with one girl like that, she will just do one chicken like that. Free her call. See that kind of free walk all like that. You see that it waters down everything you are trying to do. Are you here at all? Please wave your hands. Let me see that I'm preaching to you. Mm-hmm. When you are a madam and you sleep with a house boy. You see that sometimes when you are supposed to scream, hey Abbas, you are not able to then your husband will be wondering, why are you not able to scream and call this boy? Because Charlie, between the two of you, no. Charlie, things have gone on. You have become weak. Shabbos is showing you a book. Hey, Charlie, may God help us, oh. You see that it will weaken. You see that if you have your family members living in the house, you can show your husband contempt that either your small sister will start disrespecting your husband, your small brother will start disrespecting your wife, and all of that. When we married, some of my siblings and I have boys for siblings came home and they started calling my wife our wife. I even look at my senior brother and I say, which, which dowry did you pay? <laughs> Shut up there. <laughs> Our what? Don't bring our wife here. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> because somebody say, be careful. be careful. Number two, dangers of for showing contempt. So first one we said it, that's what? It weakens a mighty love. You see that? Somebody has great love. You see that? It will weaken them that they will even forget how to love. Number two, it terrifies silences and shuts people in or shuts them down. It terrifies, it silences and shuts people in. Some people they cower and some people it shuts them down. Job chapter 31 verse 34. Job 31 34. Watch it. It says that, did I fear a great multitude or did the contempt of families terrify me? That I kept silence and went not out of the door. <laughs> yeah, serious. So, you see that? He's just telling them, did I fear a great multitude? Or did the contempt of families terrify me? That's, that means that the contempt of a group of people, a person, can terrify you. And it can silence you. 
Look at the scripture. It can silence you. Or oh, he said, uh, did, I ke- did, did I kept quiet? The, he's talking about the impact of the contempt. Contempt can silence you. Or went not out of the door. There's a way that you are shown contempt. Uh, you don't want to come out. You don't want to come out to work. You don't want to come out to love. You don't want to come out to marry. You don't want to come. You, you just, you are just, the thing just lost you inside. Please don't allow it to. May God have mercy on us. Praise the Lord. Yeah, there's a way that you will be shown contempt. You see that the woman is out there. The man cannot come out. The book, Bunampre. Yes. By the time you come, no, you, you know, you cry now. Cry. It can terrify you, silence you. You see that there's a way that you are chopped down, chopped down. You are shown contempt, contempt. That when a family is there and they are meeting and they are discussing a matter, when you open your mouth, it's like you can hear the voices of everybody. Who invited you here? Do you, do you understand this thing? Yeah, contempt. It's like when you are not corrupt, but some people can cook a corrupt allegation against you as a public official. Eh? It, that allegation can go on and become like truth. That you can't even come and Charlie, remove your mouth. You can't. Nothing has entered. Are you here? Yeah. It can terrify, it can silence you. Are you are you are you here? Be careful, some people who break up a relationship with you and go and they are talking about you. She's like this, he's like that, or you know, he's broken up with someone, you are the one coming in and he's telling you that oh we're crying, oh boy. As he's telling you the one from the S. You know, because you don't, you don't understand mathematics, there are some things you don't understand. As he's telling you the one from the X, you have to understand that there's something called X squared. <laughs> Your time will come. What you saying? You better draw the videos. And then you kick kick and all of that. Sometimes when people are telling you things, eh, don't don't be enjoying it. Yeah. Very terrifying. And in a relationship, it's not good. It's not what? It's not good. Dangerous. All right. Can I say more? Yeah. I don't know if you are feeling it here. Don't show. Don't don't. As you are doing that, you are killing the. The soul of the marriage, of the relationship. Number three, dangers for showing contempt to a partner. It makes people wonder, wonder, W-A-N-D-E-R. Make them wonder, roam about, hopelessly with a gloomy future. Makes people begin to wonder, 
hopelessly with a gloomy future. Psalm 107 verse 40. Watch it. Psalm 107 verse 40. I think it's a good meeting tonight. Yeah, I'm going to be teaching this part. He said, Psalm 107 verse 40. He says, he said what? He poured contempt upon princes and caused them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Charlie, contempt. I'm going to be out What the wilderness? Why is she in? Why here? We're free to You see that no one stays where they are not celebrated, where they are not appreciated, where they are not celebrated. Are you here at all? Where they are not accepted. So when there is that, there is no acceptance, celebration, when there is no worth, you know, to your life and all of that, just say, fear back crying all day. Fear crying all day. It will make you wonder hopelessly. You appear in places you don't even know why you are there. Yeah. So, so okay, I'm going to visit this one. You know, I mean, but if, if there was no contempt, you would be in a hurry to go home. You'll be in a hurry to go see your children, go see your partner, whether husband or wife. Do you understand? But now, no, you have just taking and like a plan B to how you want to live your life and you are wondering hopelessly look at the scripture it says that he poured contempt on princes not useless people because useless people can never be shown contempt if they are showing contempt they are showing contempt to someone who already has value and the person is trying to devalue you is trying to are you here at all beat you it's like they want to do you don't call me I think this will say, who? Hey. That's why somebody will bring somebody's sex tape out. This out and all of that. They just want to show them contempt. And what baffles me is that anytime they bring a sex tape out, no matter the nudeness of the man, people don't talk about it. They're always talking about that of the woman. The same in Jesus' day. The Bible said, they said they caught the woman in the very act. I think she was sleeping with herself. In the very act. And the partner was herself. They left the man, and who did they chase? contempt on princes and that contempt is, is causative is causative it causes them the princes oh, people in authority it causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way it's like they can't see they can't see their way, but they are still going in circles, wondering as if there is nothing at stake in life, hopelessly. That's why you show somebody contempt that you see that he has called an ex-boyfriend. You can even call an enemy. 
you just I was watching a swan skit. The girl went to the boyfriend's house and met the boyfriend with a girl on the bed. And action was going on. The girl was so embittered that he went back to the Uber and he was so angry. He started, he, the guy said, it's the devil. He said, today you will see how devil works. <laughs> she now picked her phone. She called first ex-boyfriend. He said, are you home? She wanted to go to pay. Fire for fire. You cheat, I cheat. Are you home? The guy said, no, no, no. He's from Embassy BC. The guy said, oh, I will just call it. He called another one. That one to show oh, I mean, somewhere. Oh, now, crap. He went with the Uber driver and poor Kale Charlie. The driver, he said, oh, I'm, I'm even tired. Well, I'm not going anywhere. He said, quiet down. Fine girl like that. Wondering, wondering. Please. And that is why most of the times when you accuse your partner without concrete evidence, you push them into doing what you're accusing them for, which they may not have started before the accusation. But as the accusation keeps coming, you, you keep making them feel disgraced before you. You show them so much contempt that by the time you know, no, they are, they are wandered into the matter. And some people are interested in what their friends tell them, their spies tell them, than what they themselves are experiencing with the person. He tell the husband, you are cheating. You are cheating. I know you are cheating. How do you know? I know. It's like your no one who knows. But you don't have any evidence, but you know. Charlie? The truth of the matter is that you, even before they married you, even before you, you knew this man, you knew that the man was cheating. I'm just saying that when you didn't even know the man, you knew that the man was cheating. That's even if you married an angel, the, the man you married you know, must cheat by all means. Even if it's not a cheat, it's like it's part of your mind that a man married to me, dear. At some point in time, no. It must be a cheat. So whether it's a cheat or it's not a cheat, you are a cheat. If you married me bad, yeah. By all means, there is no way you'll not be a cheat. Because you yourself, you have body. I don't want to use some word to be. But it's like you don't feel beautiful in your head. Yeah, you, you don't feel beautiful. So you begin to show content size. You, you, all you have is a bad mouth, bad attitude. And by the time you know, you disgrace a wonderful woman. A wonderful man. And when people eventually accept their disgrace, they don't care again. The wandering, you know, it moves from city to wilderness. Where there is no way. You know, there's no way, but they are still going. He knows that becoming promiscuous, you know, there is nothing in it. But Charlie, it's better staying with prostitutes who will be making noise, funny noise, as if they are enjoying it, than a woman who will say after the sex, they say, "Are you done?" <laughs> this one to see a man, two seconds, man. <laughs> I never some credit. Did I say that in church? Forgive. 
Just when prostitutes are giving you fans, you know, it looks like, Charlie, you two, you are doing something. <laughs> uh, maybe you are not doing anything, my dear. Charlie, you are budget so. Everyone to want to go to where they, oh, your budget so. Then one so, what tears him? Charlie, mum, rama, bonjour, me so, bonjour, me so, thousand Ghana, thousand dollars. Charlie, be budget so, sa. Ere ba sa mukreni. Content. I'm showing you all the sides so that if you are the contempt noir, <laughs> you will know <laughs> who you are. <laughs> yes. Hey. Can I continue? Okay. Oh. So as you are doing that, you are driving away that's why some children don't want to come home. The contempt is too much. They bring their friends home and you are screaming on them like that, like they are useless. They're Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. They can't wait to be adult to leave the house. Hey. So, how do you evaluate contempt in a, in a relationship? How do people evaluate contempt? How do they see contempt? I've shown you the dangers. What could happen when you show contempt to people or you are shown contempt. But when you are showing contempt to people, what becomes their psychological state? What fills their head? How do they see things? How do they analyze what is happening? What is the point of the, uh, of the contempt? What, how does it make them think? How does it make them function? How does it make them see you, see situations, see the marriage, and all of that? Number one, Psalm 123, verse 3 to 4. Psalm 123, verse 3 to 4. Look at the scripture. Let's read it together. One, go. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us. For we are exceedingly filled with what? Content. So you can see clearly that people who are exceedingly filled with content. Verse 4. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease. And with the contempt of what? The proud. So you see clearly that people who are at the receiving end of contempt. They have a way of perceiving those who are at ease. They perceive them as people who are at ease, people who are proud, and they plead for mercy. Show us mercy. Show us. That means that, number one, people who are encountering contempt see contempt as a judgment on them. As what? As a judgment. You are judging them. That is why he was praying and said, that, show me what? Mercy. Mercy is supposed to eliminate judgment. Are you here? Yes, so when you are showing contempt, as you are saying, saying, saying what you are saying, he's feeling that there's judgment on them. Show me mercy. So that's he's feeling, he's feeling that when he said that, it's like you are judging they are beauty. That they are not beautiful. They are they are ugly. They are like monkey. They, they feel it. They say, This man, that's why someone is saying, Where do you 
the man doesn't see me. And then those people can go around second guessing themselves and soliciting the views of others. So am I am I that bad? Do you think there's something wrong with me? And some of them genuinely can ask you a question. Do you honestly, please be kind to me, do you honestly think I smell? I'm not nice. Am I but is there something wrong with me? I won't be offended. Just tell me. Because they, they just get so confused that they don't know whether their face is looking like a demon or whatever. Because there's a way that the judgment gets into their head. And it breaks them down. And many people deliberately do that to break people down. They will badmouth you until the judgment takes over your head. Yes. Hey. I think I'm preaching. Am I preaching? So they see the contempt. I mean, a husband can decide that I'm not sleeping with a wife. That's a show of contempt. The woman will be asking, is it I'm not good in bed? What is it? I'm not beautiful. What is it? It's, it's a judgment on them. They feel the judgment. Then they also feel like you are proud. You that is showing the contempt. That's why he talks about, please look at the next verse, verse 4. It says that, our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and with, with the contempt of the what? The proud. So, you can't show someone contempt and that person feels you are humble. That's why when they call them to the court, they try to cut them to their size. You, 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 you are there, arrogantly speaking. We will rape the chief justice. Somebody should go and rape the chief justice and all of them. When they bring you to the court, come and say it here. Hey. You're saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. To save your head. So the people you are showing contempt to, they see you as an arrogant person. Are you here at all? Please. <laughs> you just... Don't do. Don't. Don't at all. So that's how people feel when they evaluate contempt. So it's a loss of a partner's humility. They know that my partner has lost the humility. We started life. We were kind to one another. He was really a nice man, a humble woman. Now she became the MD of this thing. And then, ah! Do you know, some men cannot mention the name of their wife in the house. They just talk like they are talking to the air. I'm hungry. But to mention that, Abena, can you give me some? Is there food there? To mention your name is like an abomination. Yes. They won't mention, they don't have pet name for you. They won't mention your real name, whether local name, English name. It's a major matter. All those of you women here, whom your husband will call you, oh, Maria, eh, Maria, um, Abina, um, this, Jacoba, blah, blah. You are blessed. Amen. You are what? Amen. You should be giving offering. You are blessed that they mention your name. Some people are nameless. 
Yes. They can't mention their name. The man cannot mention the name of the woman. They're always talking to the air. If you go to Nigeria, it can even be where say, who is you? Is there no human being here? I never have some crying. It's a show of contempt. But you go to the office and he has a secretary and he doesn't address the secretary as secretary. He goes, Linda, Belinda, Hetty, can I have you in the office? But the house there to mention the name of the wife. Bam. That's a show of contempt. Arrogant man, arrogant woman. To say my husband, because she's empty, she has one eight inch heel. Ha. Now wow, that she can buy her Gucci bag. No, no, I don't need a husband now. They will package you in one boot of a car. <laughs> Show you contempt. Some will never sit close to you in a function. Public function. No way. No. We banish contempt out of this house. Shout a better amen. Wow. Okay, clap your hands. I think <laughs> it's becoming tenuous. I can show you more how people evaluate it. So that if you don't know, today you will know. Number two, that's how people evaluate their partner when they are showing them contempt. Proverbs 18 verse 3. When you show a partner contempt, that partner feels you are practicing wickedness against them. He said, when the wicked commit, then commit also what? Please look at the board and read it. When the wicked commit, then commit also what? Okay. And with what? Ignominy. Reproach. So here, anytime you are showing contempt to your partner, he sees you as practicing wickedness against them. And the end of that wickedness is to bring them to the place of what? Shame. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also, that means that contempt never comes until the person is wicked. That's why I say that my wife is wicked. Are you here at all? No matter how we talk in the room, she will still go and talk that thing to the family people. Yeah. You will go and watch that ignominy. The meaning of that. It can help you. Reproach. So, when you are showing that disregard, that you are dishonoring your, your partner and all of that, he now, she, that person may have thought that you are a very generous person, humble person and all of that. But once you start showing contempt, the definition of you start changing. It's becoming wicked. 
You understand? That's why he's talking to me like that. That's why he's behaving to me like that. So sometimes you don't even see where their anger is coming from. It's like they have a packed anger because they now want to meet fire for fire. They see you as a wicked person. So Charlie, they also have to marshal every strength to quench the wickedness. And that's how to that point some people can begin to pray that God kill my husband for me. Kill this woman because she's, she's, yes, I mean, in Nigeria, I knew a man, a great man of God. She will, he will come to church, the wife will be misbehaving. You have slept with this one. Hey, you, why did you sleep with my husband? Blah, blah. The man doesn't know anything, just contempt everywhere. Or then the man, the spiritual father of the pastor, their big ministry started going down. The spiritual father one day stood and said that this wicked fellow, Trying to destroy this ministry. God withdraw her. She was dead in the bathroom. Yeah. Careful, careful. Tell someone to be careful. I can't hear you. Tell someone to be careful. Be careful. You can be redrawn. Vashti was redrawn. Showing you contempt. She had become wicked. He said, this is wickedness. People will copy it. Come for the midweek service. You know, you think it's what? <laughs> it is saving your soul. God brought you here. Everyone listening, wherever you are, it is God who has led you to listen to this. Yeah. It, it, not just in marriage. If you show it anywhere, if you show it anywhere, it's equal to wickedness. When the wicked comes, then cometh. That contention can never come with the righteous. It comes with only wicked people. So even if you are a righteous person and you start showing contempt, the person, the contempt noir. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the victim will now see the one showing the contempt as what? A wicked person. You are practicing wickedness. Yeah, because if someone has loved you with an open arm, and now you start disregarding, dishonoring, showing them contempt, that's wickedness. That's that's why some people cannot love again. Because they know that every lover at some point in time will turn into a wicked person. They can't open up. They can't open up. And sometimes people who have been shown contempt for a long time, when you enter into a relationship with them, you don't get the best out of them. Dangerous things may have happened before. May the Lord show us mercy. Come on now, shout a better amen. Amen. It should be a whole day seminar. Not just a midweek service. (laughs) Okay, number three. I'm saying it and you two, you are writing it. How do people evaluate? When you show people contempt, they feel that their partner wants to shame and reproach them. I mean, we read it in Psalm 1, 2, 3, verse 4, but look at Psalm 1, 1, 9, verse 22. This is how they feel. They feel that you want to put them to shame and you want to bring them to the place of reproach. Psalm 119 verse 22. And let's read it together please. One go. Remove from me what? Reproach and what? 
contempt. For I have kept what thy testament. That is, reproach and contempt are associates. That any time you are showing someone contempt, that contempt is associated with what? Reproach and shame. You are trying to shame me. That's why you are talking to me like that before my juniors. That's why you are talking to me like that before these, these, these people. Daniel 12 verse 2. Good scriptures. Powerful. Hey. It's powerful. Daniel 12. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life and some to what? Shame and everlasting contempt. Shame and everlasting contempt. So, you see that people whom eternity wants to show contempt to, he, puts, he also puts them in eternal shame. So, when you express contempt in a relationship to someone, this is how people see it. It's not for you to say, oh, shada, minim niamaya. No, 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 no. As you are doing it, they are also evaluating it. And this becomes the meaning of what you are doing. That you are trying to put them to shame. That's why you spoke to them like that. The way you spoke to them before those people. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? Yeah. So you know you want to reproach them. You want to put them to shame. That's why you, you did what you did. That, that, that body language you did. And the way you rolled your eyes. You know? Hey. You are just trying to put them to shame. Wow. And mostly, undergirding, now I'm going to the keys. <laughs> undergirding contempt is a feeling of unfulfilled desires or needs from a partner. When a partner feels he's got needs that the other partner is not able to fulfill, that's when they begin to show contempt. So, what can you do if you are in a position and you are almost becoming liable to contempt? What can you do? What are some of the things you should do? I've already said that you should be humi- you should be what humble. <laughs> you should have humility. That's Proverbs chapter eighteen verse twelve. In the weeks before, we learned that you should have humility. Let's read that Proverbs 18, verse 12. It said, Before distraction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is what? Humility. That is, a person cannot honor another person until that person has what? Humility. So the reason why you will not show contempt to your partner is because you've got what? Humility. Without that godly humility in you, it will be fire for fire. You show contempt, disrespect. Number two, when you have needs that you feel your partner is not meeting, and as a result of that is tempting you to show contempt, one of the things you can do is to openly share your needs with your partner. 
openly discuss what your needs are. I need so so and so. Some 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 who are married, some men who are married can build up anger for being starved with sex for a long time that they start if I can't have you for sex, then I must bolarize you. So you see that you have also become baller for the for the man or the woman. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But the way to curb it is to openly discuss what your needs are. So some people disrespect people because they feel like you don't know how to cook. Anytime I eat the food, it's not good. So as a result of that, you have, be, you have begun showing contempt to the woman. So you can curb it by discussing what your needs are. I think I need a very good, good food here. And you are not able to give me good food. And that thing makes me very angry. And as a result of that, I end up disrespecting you. So that open discussion of your need can bring about a solution. I don't know if I'm saying something here. Can bring about a solution. Whether you hire a chef or your wife goes for cooking classes or whatever. I don't know. I'm just giving you a generic um, example. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. Or I, I don't like it. You know, I don't like it the way when I'm, I don't like it. <laughs> some, some men don't do kokoko on their wives. They just enter. And every time you see a rebata, you know, it's like an objection. Banter in court. Objection, my Lord. This is not how you approach the daughter of Sarah and Eve. You got to give apple and get permission. You just don't just remove the cloth. Are you a rapist? You see that I don't know somebody is asleep but involuntarily is doing you backhand. Chale, people are skillful in the spirit. Oh. And when you go, you see that their eyes are not open. But they are fighting back. Chale? I'm preaching, baby. <laughs> I'm preaching, baby. You can't invade your, your partner like that. It's, it's like you have not said anything. Very violent lover. <laughs> violent lover. Chale, I'm not ready. You just don't. Don't, don't. Chale, Chale. It should be with mutual consent. It's an emergency, but even emergency, even emergency, there's an emergency line they call 911. They call 911 and they will answer at the end. This is 911. Can I help? What is the matter? We want to know the matter. This one, I'm preaching this. This one, emergency. This one, emergency. I'm saying that discuss your word, your need. I wish I was talking about sex. Some men are angry because they give them sex once a week, once every two weeks. So he says, we just waste the woman. Since I can't have you, I will show you contempt. So just discuss. It's like me, you know, I am hypersexual. So it's like every week, you have to give me like three, four times. 
And even in the one time, you know, there must be three rounds. You can't make me a one round man. I'm not a knockout artist. <laughs> All these things discuss. <laughs> discuss, discuss. Openly discuss with your partner. You see, when I'm preaching eh? you think I'm not preaching. But I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I know some men who are angry here because they are not getting some things. Some women too are angry here because Charlie, the money you are giving them, no, the thing is not reaching. It's not commiserative. Okay, you say key number two. Yes, it's okay. You say key number two. I'll go key number two. I wanted to explain more. This key number one. How you should openly discuss what, since you say key number two, no, I think it, the, the voice of the people is a voice of God. So we'll just go number two. <laughs> so this is a short term. Um, the first, the second one actually, the, the key number one is actually humility. Number two is openly discuss. All right. So, and that's a sh- short term solution. Whatever is bringing or breeding the contempt, you have to deal with it, openly discuss what your needs are. Because you realize that you've got needs that your partner is not attending to and is fueling your disrespect and dishonor for your partner. So you have to take that causative element out of the equation and then normalize the relationship. Now, number three, the long-term solution to dealing with contempt is to build a culture of appreciation. What should you do? You should build a culture of appreciation. Yeah. Especially when you see that you have become the, you are the contempt noir. You should change the, the, the direction of the conversation and the behavior. You should change it. By, because you see, the reason why you are showing your partner contempt is because you don't appreciate whatever is happening. You don't appreciate their effort. You don't appreciate that they are being with you. You sometimes even feel like, you know, the marriage itself is a mistake. So anything there, you know, deserves to, to, to be broken down. You know, so, and when you don't, you are showing contempt, it means that whatever the other party is doing to satisfy you is still not reaching. And sometimes it's, it's overflowing, you know, but it's just that you yourself, you are not seeing it in order for you to even appreciate it. That's why you see a man and a woman, they are building a future together, but the woman doesn't see it. And the woman is always going ahead of herself. Or the man too doesn't see what is being done. And he's also going ahead of himself. And it's a problem. So in dealing with this culture of appreciation, what do you do? Number one, under that, under that, just a small outline. You have to vocalize your appreciation. Vocalize your appreciation. That is, express your appreciation to your partner Verbally, verbally express your appreciation to your partner. I appreciate you. I mean, for whatever. Okay, when you want to appreciate, verbally say, don't don't keep it in your head. Say it. Tell somebody, say it. I can't hear you. Tell somebody, say it. 
Number two, show appreciation for specific things. Thank you that you picked the bag for me. Thank you for opening the car door for me. It was really nice. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you um, doing this, giving me a hug. I appreciate you attending the function with me. I appreciate specific things show appreciation. Praise the Lord. Show appreciation for specific things. Thank you for that 1,000 Ghana you gave me. And, and the momo you sent me. And the credit you sent me. Thank you for picking the kids for me when I was supposed to pick them. And you picked them for me. Thank you for, for sending that guy to fix my car. Because, really, if your husband sent someone to go and fix your broken car, you should say thank you specifically to that. Same. If your wife puts a food on the table, a food you paid for on the table, but you didn't cook it. Say thank you for serving me. Thank, thank you. Please, you understand? It's just etiquette for boys and girls. Show, show appreciation. Specifically. Don't say, oh, yes, I've bought a land and I've put it in your name. A land that should be in both of our names. Yeah. I've given your brother somewhere to sleep. You come and then you don't generalize the matter. Jesus asked the lepers, the one he said, where are the nine? I healed them specifically of their leprosy. They couldn't come back. He said, go and show yourself to the priest that you were healed of what? Leprosy. You are showing appreciation for the specific thing that was done for you. When you do that, you see that you disarm people from dishonoring. And you also correct the negative impression and the definitions they have had about the content you have been showing over time. He says, oh, the wickedness of the man is going. Maybe his prayers are getting answered. Hey, am I preaching? Show appreciation. When people do good to you eh, or for you and you don't show appreciation... They feel like you are showing them, you are taking them for granted. Somebody mentioned you to your boss. I went to a bank and a lady served me. And it's not my branch, but it was almost close to the time. And the way she smiled, even though I thought she was balancing her destiny and then beckoned on me and I went, they were closing. And when I left, I called somebody that I know up there. She's is the head of that kind of retail banking. And I said, boy, one lady has said me in this bank. You, you, you have to mention this lady too. He said, what's the name? I collected the name of the lady before I left the bank. I sent it to her. So I went there recently. This is like six months ago. When the lady saw me, I was surprised that she was able to recognize me. She told me, say, thank you for the mention. They promoted me. Wow. Say glory be to God. Say thank you. Me too. I felt like, like Charlie. I've done something. Yeah. Now, if your husband even went to steal the money, and he gave you, you should thank him that he swept the bullet <laughs> to, to arrive with the money to give you. It's a mighty man. 
May no husband go and steal any money anywhere in Jesus' name. But look, don't don't take liberties and feel like Charlie, it's as if it's your right to be collecting or receiving. To say thank you to your mother for carrying you, no. Who say Usana Obenumba? Because I have a boy in a two trimuna. What a tire woman, I mean, who be a graduate, I won't go. And now I penny. Titia, what it to my maker, kit to every uncle, my me, I depressed. To say thank you to Mamma, no, for breastfeeding me, no. Mamma, my yakosia, cono. Elding. I'm so no, my customer, my friend. Be careful. Hey. Brother, what do you think? Specifically appreciate. Specifically. I'm going to say the last one. This appreciation, the last point, and then we are we are closing. Under the appreciation. So first one I say what? Vocalize your appreciation. Number two, show appreciation for specific things. Number three, express fondness. Openly as much as you can when opportunities show up. Express fondness. I mean, it's part of your appreciation. Look, when, when, when you sat by me at the party, you know, I really felt, I really appreciate the fact that you are married to me. I woke up and I saw you lying here. No, it felt good, pa. Thank you for always lying by my side. Show fondness openly, yeah, because I know you. I know you. No, I know you. You have been embracing pillow. Don't 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 deceive yourself. Whether you are a man, you are a woman. I know you, the man, the way you hold your wife when some things are going on, you should be thanking God. You have somebody to hold. Don't make yourself I'm strong, I'm strong. The women know they are there everywhere. Some of the women they will kill you. You are blessed with the way you love some things, you know. They would have poisoned you with a sex impo. Yes. Taking you to hell before your time, should be thanking them that when you wake up, you no, know, they are they are just there by your side. Just there. I, I I really appreciate the fact that anytime I wake up, you no, know, you you are there. And when I saw you sitting there praying at night, and when I was sleeping, you no, know, I felt the protection. So I'm just I, I appreciate this your prayerfulness. Blah blah. You say, "Nene, who bumpa na ukikeke mo biwani awo ya udia? Who's ronya me? Who's ronya me? Titi, what do you think, Charlie? How many pan now? Many pan? So many you know? Shaba la 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 Charlie, your husband or your wife went to do master's or PhD and wrote your name there in the in the 
acknowledgement. You, you didn't read one article. Not your name there. And read it, they say, you have passed the viva. You have anything to say, say, thanks to the almighty God, blah, 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 blah. Then in the end, you know, he now say, thank to my my husband or my wife for your support, for your blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, no, we know that. But he has brought your name as if you too you have you have earned a PhD. And he said, so so when you mentioned my name, no, it made me feel like you know, it made me feel very I appreciate you, but that you even remember to mention my name, stop misbehaving. What is it? Your husband got an appointment and they, they and then you say, they mentioned your name as if you are the one got in the appointment. Who has gotten the appointment? You just say, the way you mentioned my name, you know. You know. You know. Show up. Show appreciation. For fondness. Please, let's rise. <laughs> You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, birth.